Extra Butter Podcast. It's just, it's so interesting going from uh, seeing George Clooney in a suit to Ben Affleck. <laughs> like we just watched Batman and Robin and now, God damn, dude. He looks so gangster in this scene. I he fucking admit, does. I will admit the Nightmare Bat suit stuff looks pretty dope. Like just the, the whole trench coat, the whole thing, man. Like where would you rank Ben in terms of like all the, the men that have been Batman? Who, who, where would you rank him? I don't know. You know, it's hard to do that because I think all the DC stuff is such a hot mess sometimes, you know, ups sure, and sure, downs, sure. good and bad, that it's hard yeah. for me to be like, oh, yeah, he's the greatest of all time, you know? I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it, man. Like, for me, it's like, it's Keaton. I I feel bad because, like, a lot of people like Bale, but Bale's, like, three for me. Like, I like Val Kilmer more than I like Bale. Wow. To me, Christian Bale's just like it's like too like I don't when when he does his Batman voice, I, maybe it's because people have made fun of it for so long yeah. that now when I hear the I, I can't like take it seriously anymore. Like it doesn't resonate with yeah. me. As, uh, but not to say it, that he, he does a great job, but like for me, it's like maybe he's three, and then I'd give I'd give Affleck the four spot, or maybe maybe Pattinson. I'd give Affleck the four spot. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Pattinson. Yeah, right? Pattinson's in there now. It's hard with Pattinson because he's only got the one, so I feel like he needs more, and then when he gets more under his belt, then I think that you're going to be able to more accurately be like, all right, I'll give him this spot or that spot, you know? He's definitely over Clooney. That's all I... (laughs) I'll give him that. He's over Clooney for sure. I think even Clooney would come on any show and say that everyone's above him, you know what I mean? (laughs) For sure, dude. Oh man! Like, yeah, no, everyone's above me. He appreciated getting that fat check for a flash. Bro, fat. Oh my gosh! That man, a, that man had to had a blank check to be in that film, man. What? I wish they would have put him in the bad nipple suit just one more time. Just dog. one more just time. One bro. more time, dog. For old time's sake, throw him in there, bro. <laughs> ah man. Like it doesn't even fit me. Doesn't matter. It's gonna be funnier that way. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, 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 right. He's just pudgy in that suit. Yeah, it should have been great. Oh man. But anyway, welcome to Extra Buddy, y'all. Your Uh-oh. podcast, a great conversation and great movies. This is Cam. This is Dylan, and we have a recurring guest. Uh, welcome back. I'm telling you, you might remember from what have we done? Obviously, forgetting Sarah Marshall, we've done uh, Social Network. Social Network, which is just one of I think your favorite movie, right, Tyler? Yeah. Uh, kind of spoiled the, let the horse out too soon. Tyler Franklin is in the motherfucking building, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler <laughs> Thank Franklin. you. You may you remember him. You remember him from Sus Classics as Clerks 3. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tyler is like at this point just an honorary third member of the team. So I appreciate you being on, buddy. I love it. I Always love it. it. I appreciate it. Um, we originally set out to talk Batman versus Superman, which we know uh for people listening it's a hot topic a lot of people don't like that movie but i i feel like tyler's nickname should be hot take tyler because he's mm. got some hot takes when it comes to this like he's the only person i know that like is like no it's a good movie fuck you you know <laughs> <laughs> you know i've converted quite a few people over the years man. really yeah quite a few yeah I had friends that when this came out they didn't like it and now they're all, they're fans of it and of course you know lucas He's always been yeah. behind his day one too. So yeah. I've had at least one person back me up since 
Since oh, interesting. So Lucas was 16. already in there. He was already like, this is a good movie. Oh, bet. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I remember because we were avoiding looking at Rotten Tomatoes because like, we didn't want to know if it was bad or not. Sure. Mm. And we were rolling posters up at work while we were working at AMC. And then uh, we saw the Rotten Tomatoes score back. And we were so disappointed because we were like, <laughs> oh, so this is going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, and, then yeah. we, and then we watched it that night and we both loved it. And so, it, you know, ever since then, I'm like, I've watched it so many times with so many people. That's and a good point. Were you at the theater? So you were at the theater when this movie came out. This is a, yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dylan, were you yeah. you at the theater, right, Dylan? I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I believe I believe I was at the same time. Yeah, I'm definitely. I, I've started a huge, you know, silent campaign against Rotten Tomatoes because I think it's the bane of existence at this point and ruining movies for people who have actually never seen the film so that's a good point i feel like a lot of people do go into uh, movies aside i feel like a lot of people just form opinions based on things they haven't like indulged in themselves like their favorite content creator their favorite whatever says like this is trash you're just gonna say it's trash without even experiencing it for yourself so it's this was a movie that i do i didn't like, I don't remember hearing that it was bad, but I do remember while I was watching it, I was just so confused. I just, I felt like I didn't really know what was going on. So that maybe if sense. I did watch it with Tyler and it was just like that, like, no, like you have to get it. Like, then I'd be like, oh yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yeah. and the problem too is they released a butchered version of the movie in theaters. Like it's missing That's 30 true. minutes from the full version of the movie that, that Zack Snyder intended to like, I mean, like, he says that all of his director's cuts are his cuts, and everything else mm. is his cut of the movie. So, yeah. and it doesn't really make sense. Like, there's huge parts of the movie that are missing. Like, lots of scenes with Clark, people are saying, like, the movie isn't, they don't like the movie because they like Superman. There's barely any Superman in the movie, mm-hmm. and his name's in the title. So, there are problems in the theatrical cut that I, I recognize that storytelling-wise, that things don't make sense. But mm-hmm. I think having watched man of steel you know frequently and then watching this in the same context and i I even like listened like i've tuned into like the live stream that zach snyder did for man of steel when he like um he did a live stream stream for man of steel he's on batman vs superman so it just gives you more context and i've watched batman vs superman so many times now i've logged it 11 times on letterboxd and i know i've watched it more than that because (laughs) <laughs> I using letterbox at one point so yeah but yeah it's once you watch it so many times you get the story and it's it's i mean it's it's like it's complicated I, I all right so I, no, no 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 so okay so i i kind of want to pass off because i have the synopsis up in front of me but i kind of want to pass off as someone who's seen it that many times i'm a new person i've never i have no idea what this is how do you explain this movie to someone who's never seen it like what? What's the what's the synopsis in Tyler's eyes? What's this movie about? It's about like it's hard. Like literally, like what the plot is. Yeah, the plot. Right. Is it's really about like the the politics around what the literal like having literal gods in our universe would mean for like the world, and like the Marvel universe is more like like kind of like a sci-fi take on superheroes and it started in that way yeah took off that way whereas dc has always been about like these epic like gods basically that are superheroes so in in the context of our modern world like the like the media and 
politics is like really like the third main character besides that Superman. And it's like about the world's reaction to Batman. Or the world's reaction to Superman after he reveals himself. Um, so uh, it, it's really about like Lex Luthor pulling a bunch of strings so he can kill Superman. Pulling to get Batman to kill Superman to help the government kill Superman. So it's it like reflects a lot of like how you know modern day like billionaires influence politics. So that's a good point. But with superheroes, because like right now we're uh, watching a scene where uh, if you've seen the movie, Superman's like put on trial. And just, like, the absurdity of this, like, sequence of, like, like Tyler's saying, a god going on trial. Like, what are they going yeah. to do? <laughs> and and yeah. theoretically, what are you going to do to him? You know? <laughs> yeah, and there's this shot where he, like, opens up the... Uh, so gently. Yeah, opens the door. The door yeah. so gently. It's like, <laughs> he, he could flick it, and it would just, you know... <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's what shows that, like, he has that humanity, that everyone in that room is convinced that he's not a human. That everyone around him is convinced he's not a human. Yeah. And the only person that knows he's human is his mom, because that's his only family that's left. He doesn't really, I mean, Amy, I mean, Lois knows that, too. But, I mean, she doesn't, like, fully understand what it's like to be, like, uh, an outcast, like, like a true, like, like, like Zack Snyder's like comp- compared to like, like to like an immigrant story, basically. Like, because he's from a foreign planet. That? That's great. Yeah. It's such a cool way to look at it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Damn. And then I'm also a sucker for good visuals and action. Yeah, Snyder always knocks it out of the park with that stuff. I can never like the the first my first like foray into Snyder films was 300 and I don't think as a kid I'd ever seen anything as amazing as that movie I was just like this is stunning and I don't think he's ever done anything that isn't at, at the bare, bare minimum visually stunning like, you're like this is he put his foot in this shit you know what I mean like it's cool it's cool um, no, man, yeah. like, this motherfucker's sitting in a courthouse on fire like this is so insane I can see why people hate this <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, did you have any thoughts? Like, did you see it oh, in the theater? God. Did you see this movie in theaters? I'm pretty sure I saw them all in theaters. My my thing is, from all these DC things, I think their best film is the first film. I think Man of Steel is the best that they got. I think Man of Steel is so good. Did people not like that? I'm going to look oh, at the I Rotten Tomatoes. Don't you out. do that. What? You, you hate it? Oh, when I came out, I was on oh, the opposite man. side. I was like, oh, Snyder sucks, sucks. <laughs> buying into the Rotten Tomatoes thing, yeah. don't think for yourself kind of thing. To, and, you know, people saying, oh, Superman's supposed to be this. Superman's supposed to be that. I never read, I've never read a Superman comic before. I only yeah. read Spider-Man comics in my life. True, so true, for true. me, I was like, everyone's right. This isn't Superman. And then later on, when I watched Batman versus Superman, I didn't have that like preconceived notion for like what Batman should be because I don't care because Batman's been so many different things and killed so many different times. Yeah. throughout his history on screen that I don't care that he kills and he's just really cool in this movie so for me I'm like going into this like oh this is dope so now I go back to Man of Steel I'm like oh this is I appreciate this so yeah the... I, don't I don't know I just like the the beginning of Man of Steel specifically with everything on Krypton I like how science fictiony everything was I oh, enjoyed yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed like the stuff with Zod because you know He's all Michael Shannon is always going to bring everything he has. Bro, he brings he it in that movie. He could, he could play a bagger at Publix and it would still be electrifying. <laughs> and you know, and I I don't know. I was like, well, this is kind of cool. 
yeah, I agree with people that like some of it's very dark and it, you know, and then Superman killing Zod at the end was obviously very controversial. I thought right. it worked fine because in the theater it was kind of shocking and I was like, all right, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Then when they announced Batman versus Superman, I was like, you know, I perceive this as trouble because the blueprint at that point for superhero films that Marvel started was like, you give this character an origin thing, then you do a little more with them, and then they team them together. And I said, I don't know what's going to happen when they skip all of that. I could see them skipping it because they're doing it with several heroes. They skipped the origin thing because they've done it seven times. You know, Tom sure. Holland didn't have Uncle Ben. They skipped through whatever so they could get it going. So I was like, that's fine with me. But I was worried about what it would look like when you just kind of fast forwarded and did a movie with both of them instead of having it be Superman's true second film or Batman's true, you know, first film. Yeah. And then we kind of got this, which is a mishmash. Yeah. I think this just came out at the wrong time completely. It, yeah. Because, like, people were craving that cinematic universe style, but for yeah. DC. And Marvel, like, you know, they had, in my opinion, some time to get their footing. Like, oh, yeah. Iron Man's a, Iron Man's my favorite MCU movie. But, like, Iron Man 2 has its problems, and people like don't like it. Yeah. I personally really don't like Thor at all. The first Thor movie really Oh, bro, it's so boring, dude. It's, very it's awful. Short. Oh, my gosh, dude. And it's very, like, 40 minutes are on Earth when he could be in other realms of cool magical creatures yeah. and beasts and he's just like in a coffee shop and in a pet yeah. shop <laughs> also i don't know this is a hot take i don't even really like the first captain america either like Here it's all oh, just about to say that yeah don't like it either I, I don't really fine. it's fine exactly like it's, I, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> like i don't the the that's a good point tyler because i feel like Marvel did have room to kind of like make mediocre films that we were like, yep. oh, all right. Yeah. Whereas like DC has none. It's it's either well, it it's needs like, to be a banger or this is trash. They don't yep. they, they don't have it together. Like it's it's they have no room over there. Yeah, they had their prestige of having a trilogy of films by Nolan, one of the you know our yeah. best contemporary filmmakers. But mm. in reality, three hundred and Watchmen and a lot of his films got really weird critical responses and. Yeah, wasn't the same type of visionary director as Nolan, so trusting everything on that one person probably wasn't a good idea. So instead of just like saying, "Hey, we're going to make multiple movies with different directors, different writers," they're like, "We're going to do Zack Snyder's DC," and people were really resistant to that. So if they had like earned it more, like, "Hey, let's do a Superman movie, let's do a Batman movie, let's do a couple other smaller heroes, and then done the team up movies," maybe, but. That's not what people are ready for. But, you know, people now are ready to skip over, like, origin stories. Nowadays. 20%. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, with the new DC stuff, they're like, we're ready to go. The new Superman legacy, it can have six heroes in it. We don't care. Before, we don't care. Before, we were like, Spider-Man 3 is bad because it has too many villains. Or, <laughs> but then when Spider-Man no way, no way Home comes out, it's like, oh, it has five villains and it's amazing. So It's dope. It's not about the number of heroes or whatever. It's about good scripts. And it's about whether or not you can make that script work thousand percent because i and i I feel like too we're also at a point now where or at least for me i can't speak for everybody i i can't i am i have so much marvel fatigue at this point like i i just i can't i've i've missed so many of the shows like i i can't bro i can't keep up anymore it's just it's 
it's a little exhausting for me. I've seen The Last Guardians. I really enjoyed it. I still haven't seen Quantumania, um, which I hear was okay. Dylan, you saw Yeah, I've heard it's okay. Dylan, did you like it? I don't remember. It's it's, it's disappointing. Right. And and I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't even like, you know, I'm black. I love Black Panther. Black Panther <laughs> 2? Uh, it was all right. It was a step down from Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, it was It was all right, I guess. I, I haven't seen it again. Where I saw the first Black Panther like three times in theaters. I saw it once and I was like, all right, I, I saw it. Cool. Most movies I end up seeing twice again. They're superhero movies because I end up seeing it like as soon as, as, soon as possible because I don't like getting spoilers. Mm. And then I see it again either like with you know, a combination of my girlfriend and my girlfriend parents. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whoever. I was telling Dylan uh when Angelica and I went to go see Spider Man, we left the theater, we saw Tyler in the theater. And I was like and he was like it was like, yo, Tyler. And he was like, Yeah, it's my second time. I'm seeing it again tomorrow. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. How many times did you log letterbox log across the Spider Verse? Five, six? What we got? Just three times so far. Three times just three, three days times? in a row. Oh, the movie man. was. I yeah, love it. Yeah. All right. Before we get into that, all right. So we got this movie, which again, I, yeah, critic scores weren't the best. Man of Steel, oh. uh, ironically, the audience score is a seventy-five percent, but the mm. Rotten Tomatoes that, is a fifty. So it's like it has not been seventy-five percent. It has not been. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Not. I think it's just people have went back and were like, actually, it's not too yes. bad. They went back and they're, like, and they're like, wait a second, I'm not 11 anymore. I can find everything you thought such better. <laughs> I can have my own opinion. Uh, all right, so we got Man. I mean, we got uh, Batman v Superman. What did we think about Justice League? And I'll say theatrical version or Snyder Cut, whatever, whichever one you prefer. I assume everyone likes the Snyder. I like the Snyder Cut yeah. more because it gave me way more context. Because again, it was another one which I wish I would have. I honestly wish I would have seen like a watch through with Snyder to kind of explain because the first cut is like what the fuck was that mm-hmm. but then you watch the Snyder cut, you're like oh there's so much more context that was missing I'm sorry that scene yeah. where the flash shows up and he's like oh sorry and he leaves I remember being in the theater like what or was that Batman for Superman that might have been Batman, That's Batman versus yeah. Superman <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that scene I was like what is happening uh, no yeah he's in Justice League but yeah did you uh what did you feel about Dylan? I know you have a hard take on like you didn't like either, right? Well, either. You know, what I was thinking was it wasn't until they did Winter Soldier that the Russo brothers came in for Marvel, and then they ended up getting like the keys to the kingdom because they gave sure. them that. Yeah. They got Civil War. They got the double of you know Endgame, Infinity War, and that's fine on its own because they've given other directors you know either a trilogy or multiple movies, but to give the whole DC thing to Snyder and just be like, this is going to be it. I always thought was a risk because if he does the first movie or two and people don't love it, because obviously, yeah, Man of Steel came out weird. This one came out. They're not sure. It's like, do you then get rid of him? But then if you get rid of him, his whole vision goes away. So when his daughter passed away and the studio was like, oh, he's not going to be there. They took that as like the now they gave he's it gone. to Josh, right? Do, Didn't Josh finish do. it? They hired Josh to come yeah. in and script doctor it to move with it. And then we got the two hour bastardized version that he had. He wanted more color, he wanted to change the aspect ratio, they wanted to cut all these scenes. So when it came out, you when you knew all those factors ahead of time, I already knew just like suicide squad we're gonna watch a hot circle of garbage like we're about to sit (laughs) down it's gonna be two hours but i'm gonna watch it and it was bad because for some reason 
you decided that Henry Cavill was making Mission Impossible Fallout. You had to have a mustache. When they brought him back for reshoots, the Paramount said you can't shave the mustache. Then they had CGI it, and we get that. It's just as infamous as the uh, the first take of Sonic. Why oh. would you make that the first take of the movie CGI mustache? Why not try to I, hide it? I thought about that you when I was watching saying? it. The very first, first shot. Scene. And what's ironic is there's other people who don't have the eye for that stuff or just didn't know to look for it because they didn't know about the, the new yeah, story the about thing. the mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they didn't see it. But for That's me, crazy. I'm like, it's so obvious. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it looks awful. We're at the yeah, IMAX and it's a 20 foot <laughs> amalgamation of Henry Cavill's face. You know what I'm saying? A thousand megapixels of just. <laughs> and then it's a two hour overcorrect for what yeah. Snyder did with Man of Steel and BBS where he's setting up this really dark universe where the whole time the goal was for like you see in Zack Snyder's Justice League that we're gonna get to this 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 lightness to this to this optimism to this hope, yeah. you know. But we never get there because yeah, Autumn Snyder unfortunately you know is passed passed away and he stepped away from the project. And the studio used that as an opportunity to sabotage yeah. an entire film, and they kind of they announced it in a way as if like he was working with Joss Whedon to like preserve his vision. And they tricked a lot of fans of of Snyder, like me, into thinking that Joss Whedon that like got it. You know, he did the first yeah. Avengers movies. He knows what he's doing. He did Buffy, yep. you know. But this is all before we knew about his reputation on set. Yeah, let's come out after that, like bro. That. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. so much, you know, so much dirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you know, you and then at this point, you look back and like you know that scene in Age of Ultron when the first time Ultron attacks the Avengers in the tower. Like Bruce lands on the ta- on Natalie or Natalie, what's her name? Oh my god, Natasha on Natasha's yeah, like, chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like so unnecessary. The same exact thing happens <laughs> same with joke. Flash in the Justice League in his version of Justice League, yeah. where his, yeah. his face falls in her chest, and it's just like, like this is the kind of stuff that like you should forget, and that's something a Snyder wouldn't do. But Joss thinks that kind of stuff is okay, and then. There's just weird stuff like the race at the end between him and the Flash. Cool in the concept, yeah, but dude. like execution wise, look awful. Like <laughs> Superman just randomly going like, "I got this building full of people. I'm gonna go see it. this building." Like, the the whole climax doesn't work. The, the nope. movie doesn't work. It's off. It's Justice League, the 2017. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> through and through, man. I gotta 100. percent And it's crazy because then, you know, you got the whole like, oh, internet campaign for the Snyder cut. Which started out to me as like a joke, and then it became a all right. These guys are a bunch of zealots, and then when they confirmed it was true, I was yeah, like, that was crazy. Crap. I've never seen that. I was that's Dude, at what this a point. I'm like, around. can we? Can we? As, as we can get as, anything? Can we get uh, Batgirl? Can we get <laughs> yeah. that out? If we the just, Reddit can out can make it work. <laughs> yeah, I was not convinced, Lucas. Before there was even like official release of Snyder Cut merch, which I yeah. now own, Lucas <laughs> had custom like release the Snyder Cut merch. And I was like, Lucas, dude, it's not happening. This is embarrassing. so good, bro. And the egg is on my face because that movie came out. It came out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I donated so they could get a little portion so I can get my t-shirt and they could finish the post-production. Hell yeah. Yeah. That scene is so awesome. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this Batman scene? Yeah, dude. Yeah. This, this is what I'm talking so about crazy. when it comes to the action. This is the yeah. best Batman action movie 
like yeah i will yeah, give, I give it, it to you i will give it to you that the batman fight things in these couple films are definitely super sweet they really like put a lot of time and effort into them did bale ever have anything like this he had like fight things but his other stuff with like the pod and the batmobile were always way better than his like combat scenes yeah for sure yeah you're right Dude, this, went, this, this scene went hard. If, if people don't know, it's like, yeah, we're uh, Ben Affleck's like whooping ass in this warehouse. <laughs> this shit goes crazy, dude. It's, it's Zach just God. likes to work with really good, you know, set designers, production designers. Like his production designer, Patrick Tatopoulos. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. He He's a judge on like one like sci-fi reality TV show. That guy's a great production designer. His stunt coordinators do an amazing job. Like, that's why I just love his vision when it comes to stuff. And people don't like the writing, and that's not Zack Snyder. <laughs> it's not his <laughs> script. Like, he does the story, sure, but yeah. it's like, it's David S. Goyer, I think, that wrote this movie. Like, so. Yeah. All right, so then we got Justice League, which, yeah, I, I enjoy this, the Snyder Cup more, but yeah, the, 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 the weed in, yeah, it kind of felt like a... <clears throat> In, in a way worse fashion, like uh, Abrams' uh, Force Awakens, and then we get Last uh, Jedi, hmm. where it's just like he takes in a completely different direction. But imagine it happening in the same movie. Like, that's how it, <laughs> like, it was just like, whoa, this is so different than what, again, you set up for. Um, so, yeah, the Snyder Cut for sure. All right, so then we get those two movies. Then we move to The Flash, uh, which Dylan and I saw together. And I'd never heard what your take was on this one tyler what did you think of the flash if you saw i mean the first time i watched it i was like (laughs) i like it like i you had fun a little bit i have to preface this that before all the ezra miller nonsense that started happening of course of course of course i really liked him as an actor and i was just like i love perks of being a wallflower I love Batman vs Superman from the beginning, so I was on board for Ezra Miller's Flash. Yeah, and every single part of the movie that has Ezra Miller in the movie is pretty much great, and it's like everything else is awful. Like, <laughs> the, in my opinion, like the Sasha Kaye Supergirl stuff. I mean, she's fine; she doesn't do a bad job. Nah. It's just executed terribly. Like, nothing is like the, the Zod stuff is dumb. It doesn't work. The action's not as good because it's not Snyder. They don't get mm-hmm. it. Yep. The Keaton stuff is just very stale. Everything was in the trailer. Everything was in the trailer. Yeah, so, and that's and then, that's my big thing is that every all the Keaton stuff was in the trailer. So it was like, ah, come on, man! Like I couldn't get nothing. The, the fight scene in the kitchen with the, with the stunt double, <laughs> very and the weird. Naval gray very wig. Weird. Yeah, yeah that and was then obviously bad. all the fake CGI cameos. I mean, that stuff was crazy. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert so, for the Flash, but that sorry. fucking you know you're good. That fucking uh, when we saw what's his name fucking. Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Cage there, Superman, with baby. one of the weirdest CGI. I was like, this looks like a P- PlayStation Three game. Like, what are we yeah, doing? You know. I think, ironically, Henry Cavill CGI in one of those scenes, the cameo in the Flash looked worse than <laughs> Nicolas Cage. It's weird, no, and I'm always like an advocate for uh, special effects because I know how hard that stuff is. But it was one of the things yeah. I was like, okay, this is like what happened here you know that's, when that's it first started job. yeah yeah when i first started i was like this is a really cool concept i was yeah. like i was like i really like the look of the speed force and i like him like tapping into like the time travel thing like the it looked cool i liked it yeah but the the cgi carousel cool 
simple idea, execution, <laughs> they needed way more time because the Uncanny <laughs> Valley Bad. is a really hard thing to get yeah. over. I just don't like the way that he runs. I never did in the other films, and then they continued it here where I thought maybe they wouldn't, they'd get rid of it. I just, I've never liked it. It looks weird. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was literally weird. talking to my brother-in-law today about this. He was like, I hate how he runs. He said it in a much meaner way, but he was like, he has a lot more foul language that I'm not going to use, but he was like, yeah, he's not, he's like, I don't like, he looks, he looks funny. He looks fruity, Absolutely. you know. It's just like he looks. I mean, I mean, he is, but like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not why his running is bad. Yeah, no, it definitely isn't. That's just such a funny. Like, but I think like, I'm the only one that likes it because his explanation is like, oh well, it's like he's running so fast he wouldn't run like a normal runner. Like, yeah, he's not Usain Bolt like, out here. Yeah, it's. it's... The there's an attempt, yeah. There's an attempt to make it a little different from what's come before, so it's not just like Tom Cruise in it. But there's something about it that I'm still just like, I don't know, man. At, at the end of the it day, like, like yeah. I'd rather not see it because it's almost like it's taking you out of what is supposed to be something that's emotional. Because I'm just watching him go like this. You know? I ain't gonna hold you though. That the I thought <laughs> they did a fun job of that scene where he uh like he loses connection with the force and he thinks he can run. And he yeah. just runs in a circle in that room. That was funny. Yeah, to me, it was like, all right, well, they know he looks a little ridiculous. He was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, it was, they knew. You know something, um, though? We, we watched uh, the Snyder Cut the other day, and I was just thinking to myself, like, as much as this is a way better version because they allowed him to put all his stuff in, yeah. it's exhausting. And I love... Oh, yes. I love having a longer film. Like, in my opinion, the theatrical editions of Lord of the Rings are no longer a thing. That's something that, like, never existed. Mm-hmm. If you ain't watching the extended edition, you've technically never seen it. And those babies are, you know, four hours. They get longer yeah. with oh each film. Gosh, like, but I watched Snyder Cut, and it was like, part three, part five. And I was like, damn, boy, like, yeah. yo. And then there's an epilogue, and the epilogue's got three endings. And then they got to wait for Martian Manhunter to show up. And then you got to go for this one. And I was just like, damn, like, at some point, this is a mini series. Like, this isn't Absolutely. actually a film. And yeah. I think that, like, even though it's way better, it's still not, like, something I would be like, oh, I love this. Like, this right here is magnificent, you know? I, yeah. I have to agree. Out of the trilogy, I, can, I consider it a trilogy. Man, it's still one person. Justice League. Yeah. It, I think it's the worst out of, out of the three. It's the weakest film. And that's... It, I think there's a shorter edit in there that would have been better, in my opinion, because yeah. it does drag. And, you know, the Martian Manhunter scene or even the entire sequence of the Nightmare sequence could have been a post-credit scene. It would have been <laughs> yeah. the longest post-credit scene in history. <laughs> of <Yeah>. life. But, <laughs> but it would have been kind of cool as a concept. Like, everyone, like if yeah. this movie like, yeah. was in theaters and then everyone walked out at three and a half hours and there was like 25 minutes left. And- That'd be oh, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a great marketing play. What? It's a fucking extra episode at the end of (laughs) y'all. Y'all missed the whole movie. Run it back. But I understood it and I forgave it though for being exhausting because I realized, well, he's. It's not like he's making another one of these. So everything he had in the can, I'm putting everything, put everything in there. Then he said, "What? We didn't film that. Film it out in the garage, boy. Put it in there." So I was like, you know what? It's like a. 
it's like a dedicated young filmmaker's last chance to give everything he has in yeah. the project. And he doesn't even care about the pacing. He doesn't care about the flow. He just said, nah, ma, cook it, you know? And to be fair, even, like, that's what the fans wanted, right? We wanted yeah. it. So, like, yeah, yeah, we're getting all of it, you know? Like, Green Lantern, también, everybody. <laughs> Get it all. What are you going to say, Tyler? Let me cut you off. I mean, he shot a Green Lantern scene with John Stewart, and they had to cut it because Warner Brothers wouldn't have happened, like, Bro. in the final cut. It's so So sad. even the Snyder Cut isn't the true Snyder Cut. There it is. <laughs> There's another one. Get There's it. There's another, yeah. <laughs> now, what, should... what, talking about cuts then, Cam, we'll talk about uh, the one that we missed then, uh, outside of Snyder's trilogy. Because I do think you're right, Tyler. These seem like his movies, his trilogy, and mm. all the other ones just seem like something that they let other people do and it never yeah. really fit into Snyder's whole dichotomy, his vision. Suicide Squad and the Ayer cut. Do you think that that's something that the fans should whip up or just let it die? Because I think it should just die. Because I don't think his cut is really going to make that any better. The yeah, air like, cut is the one with is the first one, right? That's the first. Yeah. 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 Before they butchered it. But to me, it's like having a the scented, Will Smith one, not the It's like having a, a lavender scented trash bag. Suicide Squad's a trash bag, and the air cut's just gonna make the trash smell good. It's not gonna be a better I just movie. what could he have possibly done to make that movie any better? I, I it would just it, be extra scenes, wouldn't extra it? Extra Jared Leto? Is that all we get? You know, like I heard that he he was cut from a lot of it. That's what I had heard. I think the problem is is that there's been a lot of concept art released by David Ayer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of behind the scenes footage that was also like been shown. So I think there's some expectation that the movie's a lot different. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, I think I, I believe that it is a lot different than what they released, and more in the sense of Snyder Cut to Justice League than the ultimate edition of BBS versus the theatrical cut of BBS. Okay. So instead of there being more scenes, I think there are significant changes that happen because, like, a trailer house recut the movie. Yeah. They're like, let's just make it a music video. Bro, and David I'm Ayer had had like a like an idea. He had a full score for the movie. It wasn't like a soundtrack movie the way it is now. Like, and it would have been a lot more serious and I think in line with Zack Snyder's vision. And I do I think I agree with you for the most part, Dylan, that it all the other DC EU movies don't really fit in Snyder's vision. But I think Wonder Woman, the first one kind of like tries to emulate what Snyder's doing and agree. pulls it off really well. Yeah. And what David Ayer was trying to do, I think is the same type of thing. And oh, even though he was doing it first, but he was trying to like exist within Snyder's darkness and yeah. then was kind of course corrected right after Batman vs Superman came out because it, unfortunately it only made $875 million <laughs> and it didn't make one and a half billion. Oh my god! I knew Suicide Squad was gonna be. Uh, I knew it was gonna be bad when when Will Smith is in like jail and they give him the guns and uh, Kanye's black skin Kanye starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he goes, "Oh yo, yo!" And I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be bad." Yeah, it's gonna be trash. <laughs> just know it, man. The first like thirty bad. minutes is um, Waller just introducing them with like. Yeah, like, yeah, just like music playing. It's so the bad. music switches every three minutes, and I'm yeah. like, bad, bro. stop. And I was <laughs> like, it keeps changing. Like, we're like watching commercials or something. Yeah, exactly. But every yeah, contemporary bad. trailer uses a Kanye song, no matter what kind of movie it is. So when they put Kanye in the movie, I was like, mm, <laughs> wild. Something wild. sus here, man. Something is sus. 
But to be honest, you know, I never finished the uh, su- the Suicide Squad. I fell asleep in the theaters when the James Gunn version came out. The new one. Yeah, and I still yeah. I've, I've seen half of it. I've rewatched half of it, but the okay. But I know it's a better made film. I yeah, it's it's better than that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, it's 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 the who did it was James Gunn, right? James Gunn did the yes. that Suicide Squad. Yeah, that that one does have that. Like, I don't know. James Gunn's really good at doing like weird ensemble films. Like he's it's his bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it it, it works. The first one, and I used to be uh, the biggest Will Smith fan in the world. Like any, he couldn't do any wrong with the other than Wild Wild West. So it was just like (laughs) I I am awful. (laughs) Bro, but anyway, um, but that movie, yeah, it was it it's. That and what's the girl's name who's like the witch who just like jigs around the whole fucking thing? Uh, she has yeah. a really dark. Ara Delevingne. The yeah, exactly. She oh, was, Enchantress. Like, yeah, she, she was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every time she's on screen, I'm like, all right, bro, I, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, when she first came on screen and like the hand thing happened and like yep. switches hands, really like, dope oh, this looking. is cool. And then the yeah. rest of the scene happened, and I was like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And then I'm saying there's little yeah. morsels of good, but David Ayer, he was a gift final cut. I'm telling you, man. Like you said, Billy got uh, Kanye West fucking Imagine Dragons like running the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, it was a, the Chain Smoker song that like everybody played until the disc burnt out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Demon Song, the Heathens, or whatever the yeah, hell heathens. that was. Yeah. Heathens, Twenty One yeah. Pilots. Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. That's here we go. <laughs> I just remember walking through the uh, the movie yep. theater and we'd hear that soundtrack all the time. I'm like, all right, bro, oh turn gosh, this off, bro. dog. Yeah, was... Trying to clean up popcorn. I wanted to just jump in the trash oh, yeah. bag. They have, like, Man. Bohemian Rhapsody in it. All this. The Real Slim Shady, I think, plays in there. It's bad, dude. It's, it's sad. Bad. It's sad, too, because Wonder Woman came out and it really was, like, a quick breath of fresh air. Like, it started getting, you know, they use the same yeah. tagline. Oh, best DC film since The Dark Knight. You know, they use yeah. it every single time. Which they time. use every, every <laughs> single time. Bro, the <laughs> hype for The Flash was so was insane. Yeah. So when when okay, I saw it, I was like, this is going to be great. And I was like, oh, okay. What did everyone see? I did not see I that same movie. Because the movie, before the movie came out, they kept giving all these fans. I stood in an hour to get to a fan screen for The Flash. I was very wow. excited. And I, okay. got, I got turned away, so... But um, they, the, the executives were like, this is one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yep. And like they kept saying that. And I remember, how long ago was it? Nine years ago when Batman vs. Superman was, wait, not nine years ago. I can't do that. Was it not two years ago? Batman vs. Superman is 2016. So that's seven years ago? 2003. Yeah, seven years ago. Yeah. So when it came out, well, seven years ago, before it came out, they were like, "Oh, this is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time." It's like the Godfather superhero. The Godfather. And I was like, (laughs) "Why are they saying this? These are like, like ridiculous expectations to put on this movie." And then people were like, "Oh, it actually is not good." (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't have called it. The greatest what superhero a... of all time. I don't think these executives watch superhero movies. I think yeah. What a horrible <laughs> comparison too for like today's eighteen to twenty year old demographic to say the best movie since The Godfather, and they're like, "What's that?" You know, like, can we get a more contemporary film to compare it to? The 
god you know but then it's sad because wonder woman was so like so good like you liked it you loved the story you know there was still picky things but then wonder woman 2 came out and you were just like what the fudge like how that was the first pandemic movie to come back yeah it was and i was so excited to go back to the theater Mm. yeah so that i tricked myself into liking wonder woman 84 so <laughs> damn <laughs> i was like i'm so excited dc's back i just need to movies see nicole kidman are, movies, yeah. movies are back <laughs> and then i was like oh yeah this is great they put the yeah. batman versus, they put the batman's theme in one point like they pay they play uh what's it called a beautiful lie in the end of wonder woman 84 mm. so i'm like they made this is for me this is, for, this is my type of movie. Oh, and yeah. I rewatch it and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I'll put Tyler's socials. I'll put Tyler's socials in the back. My favorite thing Tyler does on Instagram is when he posts the Nicole Kidman. Like, Nicole Kidman thing? Dude, bro, every time he does it, time, I laugh bro. every single time, dude. I, I think get that jealous, was, one that was like man. our Pledge of Allegiance. And I was like, bro, that's just so funny, bro. Like, you know, sometimes when I go with my roommate, he like does it out loud and I get embarrassed. I'm like, son. Stop. Oh my god, people are looking at us. But I literally take a fucking picture of her so on funny, Instagram. Bro. I'm so jealous because I have that Regal Unlimited thing and they have that oh, god, so awful, bad. the awful movie quotes thing. And every time Which I see is it, nice. I was like, bro, we could have Nicole Kidman and we got this. Danny Trejo's there. It's so you're so saying annoying. there's a chance? I hate <laughs> that one, man. It's so bad. And when me and Lee walked to the theater for the flash, he turned the corner at the stairs and went, Hey, you guys. <laughs> no, he didn't. And I was on the floor. <laughs> we hate it so much, hey, man. You guys. It freaking kills me, man. No, but uh, Wonder Woman 84 was so disappointing because I was, you know, you're watching a movie and you're just like, okay, this could be cool. There's Pedro yeah. Pascal. He's cool. And that was pre-Last of Us and you still loved him. And then they cars, you know, start coming out with this weird plot and i was like this is like a like a tv special plot like oh yes. you make a wish yeah. and the genie kind of thing and i was like why is this like the plot for the follow-up when these movies are getting so big and there's so much pressure for them to do so well and then they tried to you know shoehorn the cheetah thing and then the only cool thing was her riding lightning bolts and then i walked out of the theater you know <laughs> That was about it. I Actually, you say. reminded me one of the things I liked about that movie was her like flying. That that I'm stuff, not, yeah, is flying, yeah, that stuff was cool. That stuff is yeah. cool. Yeah, it was. But the whole Middle Eastern conflict thing was very racist, very, and... very interestingly weird. <laughs> yeah, but it, I think Patty Jenkins like wanted to make because she was like, okay, let me make, let me make like the female version of a Zack Snyder movie with one woman flying. You know what I mean? Uh... And then. With the second one, she really wanted to do whatever she wanted. Yeah. yeah. What she was inspired by was the Saturday morning cartoon style of the Wonder Woman TV show that she grew up watching. Hmm. Like, because I've watched interviews with Patty Jenkins, and she's actually a part of the commentary that I watched. I watched all the behind the scenes that was on the iTunes extras for Batman vs Superman. So she has interviews on there too, and she was talking about how she's so inspired by the. uh, uh, old Wonder Woman TV show, and when I was watching, I was like, "This is what it feels like." Because you say with the magic pushing stone thing. Yeah, that yeah. would it's be just, a it's, smack out of the yeah the original TV. Yeah, that's crazy. The goofy mall opening. I mean, it's all super hmm. cheesy '80s stuff, and that's yeah. what that show was. So the, the Linda Carter show, I think. So I mean, Linda Carter is in the, is in '84, right. right? Yeah, she's so, in. It. Yeah. So yeah, she wanted to do that, and 
I think she kind of screwed up because I think there would have been a Wonder Woman three by now, and she was supposed to be doing Cleopatra as well with Gla- with Gal Gadot. I don't know if that's gonna happen. What? She was yeah, gonna that do was, oh, yeah, that was supposed to be a thing too. You yeah. know, either one or two of those things could work, but the fact that like everyone's pulling in one direction, the other, they want to do this vision, they want to do that, and there was no like Kevin Feige to to write it. Because at, yeah. at, at that yeah. point, it was supposed to be Zach. Like, Zach was supposed to be the Kevin Feige of it. But he was also writing, directing. Like, there was too many hats for him to yeah. do all of it. And then too many people were fighting him. So now I think that the direction of DC would be better with Jake Gunn and whoever else. Because now you have, like, a figurehead to then control some of these elements, bring it under one roof, and then let it fly. That was going to be my you next question I mean? is, where do do you guys have faith in James Gunn? Do you think he's going to be able to resurrect? Yeah, resurrect is the right word. The Because we didn't even talk about Aquaman. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Step into that pile of worms. You know what I mean? But, like, what do we think that James Gunn can pull it off? Well, I mean, first off, I really like Aquaman, and that's the most successful DC movie of all time. I mean, yeah, it is. Besides the Dark Knight, I mean, in the DCEU, like it's. I'm also a really big fan of James Wan, so like I. I, I was just gonna say that. I that, love James Wan. I'm a dude. huge Wan guy. I've, yeah. We have to come to two together in theaters. I remember that we were in the same theater. <laughs> yep. So, I'm a big James Wan guy. I love I love Saw, I love the Conjuring movies. I love the Insidious movies. Yep. I love uh, Dead Silence. He's a bunch of movies, and then Aquaman yeah. and Superior Seven. I mean, I love this guy. So, I love the the the. Uh, sorry, I, I could talk about James. We should do a James one episode. I love, fucking love James one. <laughs> he did yeah. one where uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw it. Malignant. No. Yes, I love I Malignant. Fucking yeah! There's so many people that are like that movie's so weird. I love I that movie, it. dude. No, yeah. At first, I was like, I'm not really into this, and then it like reveals what it is, and you're like, oh, I'm That's on board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My bad. I mean, cut you off. Sorry. I, yeah, I talk about James one all day. Uh, but yeah, no, we, yeah, but, uh, uh, Aquaman, yeah, for sure. I I, I enjoyed it. I, they're making the second one. They're just trying to cut out Amber Heard, right? That's all they're trying to do right now. I don't even know that they are. I don't know. They, they might cut it. Okay. I don't think they are. I think she's going to be in a movie for a small period of time. But I don't think that they cat like. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I don't care about Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like, I mean. They made a really like, big spectacle about all that stuff, and I'm like, uh, whatever, man. I mean, like, they both seem toxic, Depp bro. <laughs> both did really bad things yeah. together, and yeah. I really don't feel bad for either of them. Like, there it is. I mean, so like, if he's gonna get recast, she also has to get recast. Like, who cares? I don't. I mean, he was bad in Fantastic Beasts. Let's be real. That's why Warner Brothers fired him. But mm. way besides the point, James. He hasn't Dunn, been good yeah. since Black Mass, I think. Like, I think that's the last good Johnny Depp movie I've seen is Black Mass. I didn't like think. Black Mass at all. Damn, yeah. see, there you go. Yeah, like, no, I thought he was decent no, in that I one. I didn't like, think it was good at all, either. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful, yeah. No, but anyway, but so, yeah. James Gunn, you think that he will do a good job? I, It's hard, because it's like, I, I don't know, James Gunn is a director, like, Guardians 1, 2, 3. Right. There's, like, three masterpieces, nearly, in my, almost, in my opinion. And then obviously, Peacemaker is one of the best superhero TV shows I've ever watched, that, mm. for sure. Um, but I, when I have problems with like James Gunn's approach to certain things, but I mean, like I don't own these characters. You know what I mean? Like DC right. does, but these characters like kind of like transcend 
like the medium and like the comic books and it really belongs to the fans at this point yep. and i think that we're in good hands because james Gunn is a fan first like kevin feige um and but he's also just a really good writer and like like knows what good writing is so yeah. i think in that department story-wise we're going in the right direction the only thing i don't like about james gunn's movies are like his costuming which seems really like small and nitpicky but like all of the mcu costuming like outside of the avengers movies can be pretty low quality like especially in the gun movies yeah like once you watch anything about behind the scenes costume making and you see the stuff that they're doing in the dceu like with Batman's suit and Batman vs Superman is gray and black, or like his industrial suit that's like it's real, that's like real, you know what I mean? Like they're using real suits and stuff. And James Gunn's stuff kind of looks fake, and you know sometimes he can like lean into like the Marvel cheapness look sometimes. Yeah. But I think that's just because that's what he's given, like with his movie. Like, oh, you have to shoot on green screen. You know, you can't shoot on locations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to be so secretive. Where I think where he's going to be a lot more transparent, like he has been. And yeah, he's a good storyteller. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I feel like, especially like you said, like after watching Guardians 1, 2, and 3, especially 3, like for me, like obviously, or not obviously, the first one's my favorite. But the th- something about Guardians 3 just felt like he really knew how to wrap up a story really well. I thought it was yeah. just such a well-told story that made me think like, okay, if if he can get close to such a well-told story with any of the DC characters, and I'll because we haven't really seen that yet other than Nolan's Batman. So it's like, yeah. I, I'd like to see just a really well-told DC story that's live action. I'd love to see that. So if he can do that over the course of a couple films, whether it's Superman, Batman, whatever he wants to do, like I'm down because the Guardians wrapped up so fucking well, dude. Like yeah. I was that almost I was almost near tears. Yeah, I was like, man, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is like so good. John uh, is like super active on Twitter, which I find crazy. Like he'll just answer anybody and almost <laughs> any question. Yeah. So I I do yeah. think like you say, Tyler, like he's gonna be very transparent about like not keeping everything so close to the chest and like you know communicating with fans like you know letting you know that like he is as big a fan as you are yeah and i feel like his films are going to be just fine because his storytelling is definitely pretty masterful i think it'll be up to whoever they hire to do the other ones because if he's not going to direct like so many of them and he's going to do the first one to make it start right and then step back and be that feige role who's Mm. coming in Who's coming in? Is he going to yeah. be writing on all of them? Who's going to be a director? Because then you have people that are trying to bring their vision. And, you know, there's been problems with Marvel where they've had directors like drop out. Edgar Wright dropped out of Ant-Man, different things like that over, you know, creative differences. And if somebody comes in to direct and they say, nah, I didn't like it, there was problems. How are they going to yeah. keep that vision throughout the way that Marvel did? And there's just, you know, I don't know. DC kind of gets a bad reputation sometimes unfairly because by the time batman vs superman came out you said what it was 2016 we had that second avengers film come out so you had already had a huge team up a whole first phase then a second team up so it's like if the movie wasn't beyond your expectations it was always just gonna suck so it kind of gets graded unfairly just because of you know Hmm. the the boots that it's trying to fill you know we've talked about it before dylan i just feel like well dc just has no room to fail and i feel like a lot of like content nowadays like 
were yeah. talking about watching the original The Office, right? Or watching yeah. the beginning of Parks and Rec. It needs that the time. Beginning of community. Like the, the yeah. shows aren't as good until you give it time to figure out what it is. And I feel yep. like DC doesn't have that. It's either a hit or this is trash. This is awful. James Gunn doesn't know what he's doing. Like, it, like he has, like you said, like they're gonna have to ha have some like heavy hitters at director to come in and like really. If yeah. he's not gonna be doing all of it, like shit, dude. Yeah, because I mean, I love The Office so much. I've seen it so many times. Like so oh, many yeah. other super fans, but like for the most part, if I do like a rewatch, I start on the Dundies. I start at the beginning of season <laughs> two. I skip the first six. Yeah. They're funny and I like them, but. It's like, yeah, you need that time to figure out what to do. You know, was Leslie Nope good in the first season? It was really weird because they didn't know what to do. But then when they get to the second season, she's firing on all cylinders. So yep, when Man community of Steel comes with Donald out, Glover, like community, bro. yeah, when when Batman and Superman comes out, they don't work great. Marvel was given the room to experiment, to fail, to do super great, and then go around. And DC really never was. It was as soon as this was here, it was bad. So when the scripts and the movies also were bad, it gave people double reason to hate them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I think people just need to chill because nowadays, like Tyler was saying, the the movie made 800 million bajillion dollars, and people were like, "Oh, well, so box office flop." It happens every weekend. They're like, "Oh yeah, Indiana Jones was the worst <laughs> Disney flop of all time. Oh, The Flash is the worst flop of all time." Like they want it. I feel to do bad. They want everything <laughs> to fail now yeah. so they can get a headline in a YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? They don't vote for anything anymore. It's driving me insane. Because the, the model changed a long time ago. They, the studios stopped focusing on middle tier budget films and they said, well, yep. let's invest fully in blockbusters. And the blockbuster budget started inflating so high because of production costs and the, the cost of the stars that they were attaching to these films. An ensemble cast they become 300 million dollar movies yep. and when you market these movies most times you spend double what you do on uh, or the same that you do in the film's budget on marketing so yep. they spent 600 million dollars making batman versus superman so to the studio they're like oh we only made 275 million dollars in this right. movie we should have uh, yeah. made way more so i get it from that perspective but they can say it's a complete flop or something like that which is how people like to characterize dc is is completely untrue, especially with the Suicide Squad, because that was also a movie that made like eight hundred million dollars. Which that making as much as that of Superman is kind of crazy. That, it might have made more. I'm not sure, but but I think with with James Gunn, he needs to like make sure he's not going to make himself Snyder and just be like, okay, I'm going to direct these first few films. And he needs to, I think, contact some of the other people that DC has touched like shoulders with and be like, hey, this we need to work together because. They had Rick Famuyiwa, who directed Dope, on mm. Flash before he left that project. True. They had Francis, I forget his name. He played, he's the main character in Racing Geeks, if you guys have seen that show. Oh, the guy. Oh. Um, yeah, didn't he just do Dungeons and Dragons, right? He did Game Night, he did Dungeons and Dragons, and he was also supposed to do The Flash. Yeah. And they've had other great directors, you know, lined up to work with DC and then things just don't work out and there's plenty of talented people out there like James Wan and like like Rick Famuyiwa and people that don't have like huge followings I mean and they can do what they did what they've been doing in the past which is hiring horror directors to direct these movies James Gunn was a horror director he did Slither before he did any of these movies which if you, and if you guys haven't yeah. seen Slither oh yeah please do it's a great watch yeah, if you don't like do. body horror stuff you might want to skip it but yeah. it's not that intense 
like saw it's more just like yeah gross stuff but it's yeah. so funny and it's 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 so it's like endearing in the weirdest way possible so yeah. like james james one came james gunn sorry came from okay. horror james one came from horror the same thing with aquaman that worked really well Zack snyder he did dawn of the dead came from horror in my opinion works really well with dc and i think it works david f sandberg he did the first shazam so mm -hmm. if they just you know poach these directors from like other genre films like you know horror and crime and stuff like that I feel like yeah they can set themselves up for success horror is a really good place to because you, you do so much with such a little budget with horror so i yeah. feel like it's just like you're giving that guy like okay he did great with I don't even know how much James Wan had on like the first Insidious or whatever it is like to know what That's probably less, a than fifth, 10, less than ten million dollars easily right and then in terms of probably how much I don't know how much uh, what's his name Wilson got for five you saw five right you saw Insidious five did yeah, you like I it? Really liked it I yeah. thought it was good too it was pretty decent it was really good yeah, yeah. I liked it more than the Last Key <laughs> Last Key sucked yeah, well, I liked the Last Key more than the third one. <laughs> Third, the third one's the chick, right? The one in the she, like, wheelchair. She breaks her leg. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. And Sydney's had a one point five million dollar budget. So dang, James Wan really stretches that one and a half million dollars. Bro, he does, and that's what I'm saying. Even when you watch it now, I was telling uh, Angelica the only uh, part of it that ages is the when the red faced demon crawls on the wall. That's the only part that, that Which feels I like. aged. Yeah, that that's it. Everything else is it, good. It you know? feels like campy and like, mm. like have you guys seen the Babadook? Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I just rewatched that last night. And like whenever he's like moving on screen, like his frame rate is like is slower than twenty four frames per second. Oh really? Where uh -huh. he's like moving very jagged but very yeah. fast across like the ceiling or whatever. Yeah. And that's what kinda like in like the what's his name? Lipstick face and Yeah, red face, whatever he is, yeah. Yeah, on Wikipedia it says lipstick face. That's why I've, I, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just know that he has. To me, I was telling Dylan the best jump scare in cinema history. Oh, I don't. So I, I'll, I don't care yes. what. And bro, that it's so frightening. When I was in the he theater, and saw that jump scare. Too. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, it, that one was so random too. Where it she was, like the yeah. dog looked and she's like looking and then he just pops up like, come on, where, where did he even come from, dog? Like what? <laughs> It's just really creepy character design. They're really good at it. I'm like, Damn, like that, and the the nun scared the shit out of me. I, I don't know why. I, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I thought the nun was trash. I thought, <laughs> no, 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 so not the bad. movie. Not the movie. Oh, I mean, oh, oh. In the Conjuring too. The nun yes, from the yes, Conjuring. Yes, terrifying in the. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the movie. Yes. The movie was rough for me. What is? Oh happening? no, I fell asleep watching it. I thought it was bad. <laughs> it's so bad. The whole Conjuring yeah. verse sucks. Besides the James Wan movies. So and, true, dude. I mean, and and about creation, which is directed by David F. Sandberg, who did Shazam. So yeah. Oh, and about okay. So yeah, because that one is great. And about creation. Yes. Yeah, that one is. Really I've never seen good. three though. And about three, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen that one either. And about three. I even made Tom a third Tom. one, dog. Yeah, it's I so see that shit. It's just crazy again that James Wan is like sprouted this whole cinema horror movie universe of like characters that he just like threw in arbitrarily in a yeah. insidious or a conjuring film because the first conjuring i really really love and the second one to me was even better i love the yeah. second one dude it's so I agree. I, I went home and watched so much like like of the like real case just to be like this shit what really happened <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy i've never seen any of these 
Not what? a single, not right. a single one, dude. Tyler October, we're doing Insidious. We're doing the James Wan movie. Universe, we're doing like I, I could talk. I gotta watch like all days, ten films dude. and never sleep for the whole month of October. I do thirty-one horror movies in October, so same. same. I'll do. Uh, the I'll same do the Conjuring movies again. I've done it for like five years or something like that, five or six years, and it's really fun because you end up adding so many movies you've never seen, so then sure. you get to see all kinds of crazy new and old stuff and it yeah, it's yeah. real eye-opening that's for Dylan, sure. i feel like that's the only genre that i feel like i have more like because for horror movies i feel like for any other oh, genre yeah, movie yeah. dylan like always knows like oh i've seen it i've seen it but horror is the only genre oh, where it's, it's a like, big blank spot dude for yeah. you yeah that's the only one where i'm like i feel like i've seen so many like i love horror movies so for you it's like I, i'm so excited to bestow upon you the james wan cinematic <laughs> universe man i'm ready i'm <laughs> so ready good. i'm ready Oh man! Oh, but anyway, this guys. is my third year, so when I'm when, that's how I got into like Halloween movies and stuff like that, like the Halloween series. So, oh the oh like the Carpenter, like you started with one. Yeah, I started with one, and I was like, oh, this is amazing! I, I couldn't stop watching. I was like, that's watch cool, all. man. I wish yeah. I because I started with the uh, the Rob Zombie. I was about was to say first. get those get those Rob yeah, Zombies. Yeah, Rob there. Zombie as a kid as a kid was my uh, first your way into into Michael Myers. Oh wow, that's and insane! I went back and that's an intense way to look at Michael. That Myers. That is Bro. insane, dude. Bro, and I thought that, and that's what I'm saying. I, I always um, I'm always an advocate for like uh when people say like, oh that movie's trash. The movie was so trash. If you were a certain age when you saw it, like I didn't think it was trash. I thought it was really fucking scary. And then I saw the first one. Yeah. Oh, this is really scary too. So obviously, when you watch it now, I can see parts of it that like, okay, I get why people didn't like it, but I'm not gonna hate on this. I'm not gonna hate on. I've told Dylan, Phantom Menace. Like, I grew up with that movie, dog. You can't tell yeah, me. Yeah, oh yeah, I love like, the prequels. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bro. I want to like, apologize. I wasn't a 30 year old. <laughs> I, I wasn't a 30 year old male when this movie came out. I apologize. Like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, Tyler, there are specific movies that always go on my 31 days list, and I always watch at the same time. Like Halloween, I always save uh, for Halloween, and nice. I'll usually do like the original and the first of the David Gordon Green ones. Yeah, because I think they yeah. work well together. Uh, I 2018. Always, uh, yeah, one? yeah. I, I always wait. watch. What else do I watch? The Thing, John Carpenter's oh, Thing. Dang, I watch on one. the thirtieth every single year. I saw it for the first time last year during. For, oh, how was that? Yeah, yeah. The I love first it. time. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I wish I could go back to that. I'll find a way to edit around this. I know we're just getting off topic, but what did you, what, <laughs> Tyler? What did you think of the last Halloween movie? Halloween I was about to bring this up. I love yeah. Halloween ends. Halloween ends rule. Here we go. It's, 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 it's been a, It's been real. Uh, it's been <laughs> she's gone. What? No, you have to. What's he's he about, about to get? Out? He's about to get the steel case signed, boy. bro. What the? Who signed Explain. that? Who signed that? That's a, that's a what a, what a book, I thought, bro. I, this is like forty bucks here. That movie yep. pissed me. The I had to drive to the Altamont to... one. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you like? Because again, I always respect your opinion. What about it made you like it? Because I could not do it. I couldn't do I love it. Corey. Right. I love Corey. I love. Oh my gosh! <laughs> After watching every single Halloween movie. And yeah. seeing them try to do Michael Myers in all these dumb different ways, the only way that really works is that he's the personification of evil, and that's what like the what works about the first movie. It just keeps coming back. Okay. Yeah. Fair. 
And that's what I like. That like evil like instead of like evil dies tonight, like I did Halloween kills so much. That one's but in Halloween ends it's a big misstep. That one sucks. In Halloween ends, they just like let's just make a movie about how like trauma and evil like being in our town like affects people. And it like infected Corey. And I just like loved Corey's character so much and I love romance stories. So Mm. I liked it. I know Michael wasn't in it very much. But I've seen so many Michael Myers movies. If you want Michael, there's plenty of them. Yeah, that's so, a good point. I'll give you that. And I will and, say, and, I love the opening. The opening, I thought, was fucking fire, bro. I, you make I, me want to watch it after this. Bro, the opening, <laughs> I was like, the when whole, well, whole little boy fell out of the I was like, oh, shit, this is about to be crazy. And I'm telling you, bro, the the scene when Corey fights Michael in that little uh, whatever the fuck it takes his mask, I was like, if you gonna do Michael like that, I <laughs> I can't. I'm the sorry. dude is like sixty or something. I don't years care. Old. I don't. We've so, in Halloween Kills. This man was beaten and stabbed by a town. That's true. And just That's got a, like, what are we talking? He gets wrecked by one kid. Like what? There's this YouTube series where they like go into depth about the Halloween series, but they're talking about how there's like two versions of Michael, and there's unkillable killing machine Michael. And then there's Stalker Michael, who, like, stalks his prey, and then they, like, end up, like, walking into him, and then he kills him. Yeah. And Halloween Kills is, like, Killing Machine Michael, and Halloween Ends is more, like, Stalker Michael. And that's what I prefer. Okay, fair enough. Because that makes it scary. Like, like what works, the the Babadook's such a scary movie, is that you don't see the Babadook a lot. And you just kind of have to, like, just build that tension for the first 30 minutes. Your imagination be like, is always scarier than anything. Is it is yeah. even there? Is it what is it? And it's kind of like without Michael Myers being around, it's like, well, where's the evil? Like evil still exists. I know something wrong is going to happen. Yeah, I live in I live in Hat. What's it called? Haddonfield, right? Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So something bad's going to happen on Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. But it just happened a certain way. But, you know, I think why people didn't like it. If you think it's supposed to be like this huge closing chapter for the Halloween series. And expecting some like big finale, it's not really that. Yeah, and I, I think that that is where I I feel like I was duped because that's how it was marketed. It was marketed as Laurie and Michael's final bow. So in my head, I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. And it wasn't that at all. So yeah. if and I understand why they marketed it that way because it got idiots like me to be like, let's fucking go. But like <laughs> it, it, like it. it I went into it thinking it was going to be a certain movie, and when it wasn't that, I was like, "All right, well then, this is trash." But if I maybe if I would have went into it in a completely different like, okay, it's the last movie, let's see what it, what happens, then maybe yeah. I would have had a better or accepted it a little because it was, bro, it was, it was a tough. I almost didn't finish it as much as I was like, "This is wow. what is going on?" And then at, again at the end, you get the final battle, and it's like, what, what? Like for me, the floor was just it has to be better than Halloween Kills, and Halloween Kills was. I will say Halloween Kills is worse. That one's trapped worse. in a hospital the entire movie. <laughs> and an idiot town Bad. that was the equivalent of the January 6th riot. Oh, jeez. Going after Michael Myers. However, this movie was written way before the January 6th riot. Oh, it just geez. happened to come out like right before. And it's like eerily similar. It's uh, crazy. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I Hold on. I'm making a mark. I have to clip that. That's <laughs> that's so true dude oh my god yeah because they're just so like uh like 
the, the way they act in that movie is just like, why are y'all acting this way? <laughs> the mob mentality is it's dangerous. So and David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Oh, my God. January 6th. They were plugged into QAnon. Absolutely. They were like, oh, we know what's going to happen. You know it's about to pop off. I remember damn, when I when I first saw Halloween ends, like that's that's kind of what I told Cam was like it's like they wanted to make a Halloween movie just without Michael, which yeah. you could do, but it's just, it it's just it's just you know what I mean. Like they did it, and it is what it is. Like it could be a good horror movie on its own, but the fact that yeah they sold it as like him and Laurie's final battle and then they gave you a movie without him just like halloween kills was a movie without Laurie. basically they gave you yeah. one without him and you realize it didn't work in my opinion like either way the poster so the- is literally like them facing each other yeah. like it, you know what i mean like it's crazy yeah. it's bro. that's why i think the first one that they did was super good like it understood everything I about agree. the original yeah. it came out swinging it was really interesting and Everything, it felt like a sequel to the original. Note. Yeah, like it felt like yeah. it properly worked. So in my head canon, it was basically like they had him in the basement, they trapped him, they lit on fire, he died, and then that's it. There's no oh, for you, that's where it ends. That's where it ends. I don't know. I've never seen that. No other made it edit in my mind. That's where it is, you know? <laughs> There's no two, three, four, five, H2O. That doesn't exist. It's just one. No H2O with Busta Rhymes? Come on, No. <laughs> Come on, bro. Man. I can't believe Coolio, I can't believe Coolio was in Robin Batman and Robin. Yeah, that shit was wild. I can't bro. believe we found that out. That was the best day. That wild. I, I, but anyway, sorry, I, I, we went so off topic. Final thoughts on uh, Batman v Superman, or just the Snyderverse in general. We'll start with Dylan. Final thoughts, buddy. You know, the biggest problem that DC always has is the same problem that Marvel will occur, which is they are taking these like massive comic book stories but sometimes they're really not doing the work to earn them like Mm. they're trying to shortcut to these like really cool events that have all this build-up stuff and other characters so i thought batman vs superman wasn't really going to be the greatest just i you know on you know on the surface because you're just introducing a new batman and they're already fighting and i was like well that's kind of trouble because that storyline is really cool and it has a lot built up and they did the best they could with what they had, you know? That's a good and point, man. They had a lot going against them unfairly. And I think overall, Zach's stuff ends up being strong. And I feel bad that they screwed him so much, you know? 100%, dude. Glad, glad the Snyder Cut was uh, got to come out, you know, at if least. If anything, if anything that, 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 that series taught us is, like, we can make anything happen with, yes, us. <laughs> with enough complaining. Uh, Tyler, final thoughts, man. Yeah, what I think what the worst part about Batman vs Superman is is it's like the the three piece puzzle, and it's the second part of the puzzle. And if no one knows what the first part was, they have no context for what the sequel was, and they're just going in mm. thinking, "Oh, this is a movie with Batman and Superman." And it was really about you know uh, a version of Lex Luthor that people really aren't a fan of. You know, say what you want about their choices with the Martha with the Batman killing with their approach to killing Jimmy Olsen or, you know, whether or not you like Amy Adams and Lex Luthor, the story was about, you know, a maniacal businessman, you know, trying to control the media, trying to control the government, and trying to control super powerful beings because of a god complex. And I think it's a really, like, enriching, enriched story, or fulfilling story that, like, yeah. works for me, at least, you know. Because it's about like a redemption arc for Batman. Because Batman is really misguided, and then it's like about Superman trying to like find his path in a world where he has 
like a, a godly amount of power and no you know guide on what to do with it yeah valid bro i, I if anything i feel like my final thought is tyler's made me want to rewatch this again <laughs> and if if that's saying anything from a, i was like bro this like i tyler will tell you when i was like tyler or tyler wants to do batman for superman dylan was like all right let's do it like, <laughs> let's Yo, do it's it true. i was just like damn bro like i guess i can go back and watch some of that again like <laughs> Yeah, it's, yo, y'all killing really, me like, out here. It's Tyler, oh, let's do it. Too and, funny, man. But I, the the lens that you uh, look at it through, and plus, I, I I've never seen. I, if anything, I kind of want to see it with the Zack Snyder like explanation mm -hmm. behind it. I feel like that would be really just fun to see. Because again, I feel like it's just so much that maybe I don't know. Because this is the only <clears throat> context I've gotten is with Justice League because that was so popular as to. Yeah. what happened with that the joss whedon shit like you just learned so much about like oh man this is really nothing what snyder wanted but i never dug into this film at all in terms of like what he was actually going for um yeah. so i feel like I, I i would like to watch it through a new lens and see like what his because again like we've seen especially again like in the beginning of our conversation talking about movie studios and stuff like that movie studios can fuck shit up bro yeah. purposefully dude like it, it's it's bad what a studio can do and then the director takes all the fucking blame. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It's crazy, dude. We, Dylan, we were talking about it with uh, Fincher and Alien 3. Like, it's like, oh, God. The uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the studio yeah. wrecks you and it's your fault. Like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, um, it's the same thing as, like, football rules. Like, the defense and everyone could have gave up four turnovers. And then they're like, oh, it was the quarterback's it's fault. quarterback's fault. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what it ends up being. So when you don't have things like final cut, final say, et cetera, final edit, it's like, yeah, well, it's going to be your fault when, no matter what. And it's horrible because we sit down and then we watch it and then it's done. But that finished product of two hours is like four or five years of someone's work. And mm -hmm. to have it all taken away from you, have it all tampered with after five years, it's like devastating, you know? Yeah. yeah at the end of the day, like as much as that 2017 version of Justice League isn't Zack's film, his mm -hmm. name is on the film. It says Zack Snyder is the director. <laughs> Bro, and he that. didn't direct 40% of those scenes. I'll tell you that. So it's a shame. The top thing on my notes right over here says studio meddling. So it's a shame. <laughs> it really is, dude. Um, but all right, man. Well, hey, man. It's been Cam. It's been Dylan. Tyler, thank you so much. We will have Tyler back on. Yeah, it's going to have to be the beginning of October for it's James be, Wan. It's yeah. got to be, dude. Oh, for sure. You guys are going to effing kill me, bro. You're gonna. I'm going to have two <laughs> nightlights uh, on looking for lipstick, dude. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I'm going to spoil it here. I could talk about James Wan all day, bro. I think him and... Uh, oh, man, why am I skipping on his name right now? Fuck. The guy who directed uh, Haunting of Hill House. I'm blanking. Dr. Oh, Sleep. You're you're oh, talking about oh. what's-his-face. Yeah, we had a whole conversation. I love him. him so much. I blanking he on him. He directed Hush. Hush, yep, 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 yep. Uh, I can't think of his name, and that's awful. Oh, um, I, can't, I can't either, man. Yeah, anyway. He, he's trying to do that dark power. Yep, but anyway. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Tyler. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course, thank you. Till next time, guys. Jeez. Later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.